Welcome, friends. With the most exquisite divine timing, you have found a journey of two women, one mystic and one yogi, on a path of self-discovery, sharing magical stories and manifesting our dreams into reality. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah. And this is For the Love of Two Hippies. Thank you for joining us. Let's dive right in. everybody i'm sarah this is i got katie with me and this is for the love of two hippies and our affirmation or our topic today is love languages so we're gonna stay pretty i don't know not go super super in depth but we're gonna talk about each one and how it relates how you can use them on yourself how you can use them with your family and how you can use them with your relationships so Our affirmation, if you've been around for a while, you know that we like to start each episode with an affirmation. And if you're new, welcome. Thanks for joining. We're so grateful for you and thanks for finding us. But we like to start each episode off with an affirmation. So our affirmation today is, I love and respect myself and others deeply. How are you doing, Katie? I'm good. I think that affirmation is very fitting for what we are about to talk about, which are the love languages. Love. I was going to sing, but it ended real quick. (laughs) So at my house, we've been spending a lot of time talking about this, probably for the last like year or two. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, which is really kind of interesting because uh, my husband's and I are completely different. And for a very, very long time, We spent time trying to love each other the way our own love languages were. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, like, his language is physical touch, and mine is not necessarily physical touch. And so he would try, you know, we're going to get all into that, but, you know, he would try to do the physical touch on me. And And you're just like, "Mm, it wouldn't really. I mean, to, to some extent, obviously, when you're married, it does make you feel loved, right? Or when you're yeah, in a, you appreciate a committed it. relationship, you appreciate the fact that, you know, they're, they're, you know, all the things. But <laughs> when his language is more like me laying on the couch with him and just like cuddling and like doing all of those things, right? But that's not yeah. really how I feel loved and supported. Yeah. So. So how did you even hear about love languages, do you think? I don't know. I mean, we heard about it years and years and years ago, and it was one of those things that was, like, super popular. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably before my my oldest was born. Oh, really? That long ago? Probably. I would Mine was only a few years ago. Mine was only a few years ago. I, And it's so funny because this is, like, one of those topics where you – for me, I feel like I need to tell every single person in the world yeah. because I'm like, there's so many problems that can be solved if you just know this and you know what your partner's is and you guys work together. Right. So it's kind of like, oh, what's, do you know your love language? Uh-huh. And it's like, 
no, what's that? I'm like, go listen, go listen, and or go go do it. And they're like, no. It's like, okay, well. But um, right. yeah, I probably figured it out a couple years ago, and I've taken it a couple times, and it usually ends up being um, depending on like what I'm going through at the time. Mm-hmm. I cycle between what's my top two, I would say, but it's always um, it's always words of affirmation. Mm-hmm quality or acts of service. Mm -hmm. So like those flip around for me. So sometimes it's more active service and sometimes it's more words of affirmation. Yeah. And I think it's more of like wherever my mental health is Mm -hmm. at the time. And then my last one is, um, quality time, I think. Mm -hmm. So when you showed me the article about (laughs) the kids and come here, come do this with me. Come, come look at my room. Come show this. Show, let me show you this. I yeah. was like, Ugh, that's me as an adult. Hey, come, come look at my garden. Come, come look at my garden. Come look at my plants. Oh, look right. at this bracelet I just made. Well, cause you get multiple in there. <clears throat> you get the words of affirmation and Ew. you get the quality time. Yeah. So it's, there's multiple in that whole thing, but let, okay. So let's just, just in case nobody's ever heard of this. Oh, true. Let's lay out all what five. So the first one is words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, gifts, receiving gifts, and yeah. physical touch. touch. Yeah. So. And this one, the chart that I have, it kind of explains it. It tells you action to take. And it also tells you things to avoid, mm-hmm. which I feel like are really, even if you don't, like you can kind of. Acts of service and quality time and words of affirmation are kind of hard to like guess in your partner, mm-hmm. but you can, you know, if your partner's physical touch or not, because they'll always just want to be touching you. Mm-hmm. Or if you're laying on the couch, like, let me be touching you somehow. Like maybe they put your foot over you or they're just like holding your hand or they're just putting their hand on you or they're just, they want just want to be near you. Um, And then gift giving, this is, I feel like this one manifests for most people if they are, you can tell if they are this, if they love giving gifts, Mm -hmm. because that's how, I mean, I, I'm like, I like receiving gifts, but I like giving gifts. Mm -hmm. And then I try not to like want anything back, but it's like you, I feel like a lot of people do this when they and then they get upset if someone doesn't like the gifts because they're like, well, this is what I would like. I would like to have a gift given to me. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, you're probably at least a couple receiving gifts yeah. on the higher one. And I think a lot of times when it comes to receiving gifts, it's more the thought that comes behind it. Um, yeah. Because a couple years ago, you know, whenever I started my yoga teacher training, training, um, mm-hmm. A family member had given me this, it's like a small tapestry, and it says, become loyal to your innermost truth, follow the way when all others abandon it, walk the path of your own heart, which when I had received it, I cried, and I don't- Because it just hit you. Because it was, number one, it was like, okay, this is incredible, because it has the ohm symbol on it, and it's really pretty, and the other part is, I felt- so supported by this person when in the past 
based on like the the career choices that I had made or the the path that I felt like my life was going to go down I hadn't necessarily felt super supported and so when I received that I was like you know that was just another you know cherry on top of it that I would that I felt like oh okay so they now like they they get it now yeah you know like they get me and that's what felt important was that they got me yeah and I feel like there are different levels of receiving gifts like that. Like some people do just like material things, mm-hmm. but then there's another aspect of it where it's like, this is really meaningful. And I really, and I really like that. And it, because it means something more, you right. know? Okay. So what are, what are you? I am acts of service first. Yeah, like, for sure. If my husband, nobody ever died doing the dishes. Okay. No man ever died doing the dishes. Like, let's just call it that. Right. But no, seriously. So, uh, acts of service is my first one. Uh, you think that's always been yours or do you think that's changed since you've become a mom or like a family, a head of a family? Mm, I don't Cause know. I feel like, I feel like a lot of moms now, which I can't speak for them before, because obviously I don't know every mom in the world, but right. a lot of women, like I, I noticed that they say, um, like they have all those memes where it's like men being real sexy around the house, like doing right. dishes and vacuuming. Yeah. And that's like really funny. Uh-huh. So to me, it's like, I wonder if that's a thing for moms because it helps relieve some stress and take some, some time from them that's and they can spend the more time on themselves. Yeah. yeah. That's for sure the case for me because I, you know, like I am, I'm the keeper of schedules and, you know, doctor's appointments and and gymnastics practice and, you know, all of the stuff. So when someone takes something and I love that I have a family member who lives out of town and when she comes into town, she does kind of take control and she's just kind of like okay I got this you're not cooking tonight let me know what you want I'll buy it like and you know she just kind of like I know I hit that okay I was like when did you get a I was like when did you get a gong (laughs) it sounded like a gong Uh uh-huh okay I gotta continue continue so when she comes into town she just kind of takes over and it's kind of nice because i feel like i can you know just relax for a second step back a little bit and even if it's like a short visit it's still one of those times where it's okay i can chill for yeah you know the day and i can let somebody else kind of and not like she she doesn't clean my house and she doesn't do all yeah yeah, yeah. but she just makes it so that i don't have to worry about cooking you know and i because i just nice cook i hate cooking too hate cooking so if somebody gonna cook it. me a meal or buy me a meal I'm like you my bff <laughs> <laughs> um I feel like even though I wonder if it's just a nurturer thing like if you're a nurturer mm-hmm. I wonder if acts of service is just yours because excuse me but like with scout obviously I don't have any kids but acts of service is one of my higher ones usually. And it's, if someone comes and if they know I'm busy all day and someone might, my, my aunt used to come over and let my dog out all the time. And mm-hmm. that that's what worries me. I'm like, Oh, he needs some attention. I haven't been home. I always felt guilty all the time. So when someone would do something for me, for him, that always made me like overjoyed. And so when someone like doesn't do it and they're, 
their home. Right. And it's like, well, did you do this for him? Did you do this for him? And he's like, no. It's like, well, okay. Well, he's, he's the one suffering here, not me. Right. And yeah, I don't know. But what's the one that you think you are the least? Oh, you already answered this a little bit, but. I think it's gifts. Really? Well, gifts is one, unless it has to do with, unless it has a huge meaning, like a meaning? behind it. Um, the other is probably physical touch. I don't need that one as much. Yeah. Um, you know, but to be fair, you definitely, when it's your partner, you definitely feel more connected if you yeah. do have more physical touch. Right. So like if there's, you know, a week or whatever that we don't, man, we're just getting into it today. Aren't we? I'm just thinking of hugging and kissing. Right. Or yeah, like, I mean, that's hands. definitely part of it. Yeah. And it, yeah. He, Cause you don't have to be like, especially right. if you're a mom, like a lot of moms are like mentally too busy to like, Especially get down if you all the have time. the young kids, <laughs> like the the really yeah. young ones. Because when I was nursing, I was so touched out by the end of the day. I was yeah, like, don't for touch sure. me. Don't touch. Especially me. even just like four and under. Yeah, like kids are just clingy, and they're yeah. And that I mean, we're gonna talk about that here in a little bit. But you know, a, a lot of kids at that age they require the physical touch because that is what they need to develop. Into, emotionally yeah yeah um so it is really really difficult when you have the younger kids that require so much of that time and then by the end yeah. of the day you just don't have much left yeah so but mostly i think gifts and physical touch are and physical touch my right at the bottom oh. words of affirmation are is probably my second one yeah yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm all of these. It just depends on like what bipolar mood I'm in. <laughs> like, like I swear I'm on some sort of spectrum of bipolar because most of the people in my family are. But um, yeah, because like sometimes obviously like we've talked about this, but I need a lot of I like hugs and I, I like being I like my hand being held and I like mm -hmm. I like that. But then I also like presents but then I don't like presents so it's like I don't know like it's just weird I think I think it's I think gifts for me are more what you're saying like I don't care what it is I just want you to take it if you take the time to something you see something that like makes you think of me and you get it for me like that makes me feel good right because it's like I didn't tell you to go do this this fly is like in my face okay <laughs> I could talk about myself all day. So let's, no, let's fine. focus on what, what it is, but okay. So if we start at love of wor or words of affirmation, uh -huh. um, ways to communicate, um, encourage, affirm, appreciate, and listen actively. Mm -hmm. So that's, I mean, positive words. Um, I don't know, even just asking how someone's day is can just really, really change someone's mood. And you yeah. actually listen, you're being attentive while you're listening, uh -huh. not like scrolling on your phone. Like, don't talk to me if you're going to scroll on your phone. Like, right. it's fine. Like, I don't want to be, I'm like, I'm just so distracted when people do that. Uh -huh. And I, I don't, even when I'm at work, like I know, cause then I'm like, okay, well, we don't have to talk. Like you can just sit there and right. you can just sit there if you want. Like, I don't. I'm not going to sit on my phone and 
unless I'm looking something up for someone, which I'll tell them that. Like if we're in a conversation, I'll be like, hey, I'm looking this up real quick, but keep talking because I'm listening. I just want to find this for you because mm-hmm. it has to do with our conversation. But yeah, and I think um, with that words of affirmation, getting sticky notes, which I do this a lot for my son because his is definitely words of affirmation. He, If you tell him something, he will, uh, you know, if you tell him he's super creative or, mm-hmm. you know, how brave he is or how sweet he is, you know, he, he will literally make a noise like, you know, and like he will get so excited. He gets really excited. And so sometimes we'll we'll take sticky notes and I'll just put them around the house and write both kids. I'll write them letters or like, you know, just you are. You, yeah. You know, you're my favorite boy. Or you're my favorite. Now, here's the deal. I have one of each one yeah. boy oh, and well, one girl. So if you um, have multiple boys or if you have yeah. multiple girls, please They're do not, not say same. you are my favorite boy. It <laughs> harms the children. Okay? Like I just <laughs> let me get on my soapbox here real quick. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Even if they're grown, don't do it. Yeah. It literally just is one of those things where it goes to the head and then they it it, it jacks with them. Don't do it. Okay. I'm Don't do it. I'm, I'm They're probably on. like, wait, what are we not doing? I know. <laughs> Favoritism. Yeah. Favoritism. Thank you. Don't do it. But Stop also it. I feel like with kids, which we're going to talk about this, but um, I feel like it also probably changes as they grow up, right? Mm-hmm. So like, but it probably stays the same, but kind of like me or when you're in different stages of life, like I feel like you go through different things. So when you hit that like preteen, which he's almost there, mm-hmm. which he he's he's pretty affectionate anyway, but you're probably going to deal with kids that are kind of like trying to be independent. Mm-hmm. And so maybe hugs and cuddles and things that are like out, like outward, sh- like affection, maybe not the thing once they start getting a little older. So you right. have to kind of adapt and learn as your relationship grows with your kids to kind of adapt with them Mm -hmm. and then they'll probably cycle back a little bit but they may be words of affirmation but it may be something different so like notes in his book books or anything or like notes in books I feel like are pretty Mm -hmm. cool yeah and you do that a lot especially when you give books to my kids you like I I love that you write little notes in them and that they can go back and they can go oh this is from Sarah you know so (laughs) Sarah who's that I'm just kidding (laughs) I've never seen her in real life. I only see her on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Mom's on the phone a lot with her. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. What is she doing? Um, okay. So ways to take action, kind of like what you were saying, mm-hmm. is send a card, in a, send an unexpected note or a text or a card. Mm-hmm. Um, things to avoid, not recognizing or appreciating effort, which is weird to me. That seems odd. Why? I don't know. Like, I guess it's kind of like me because I'm words of affirmation. So if I clean something, if I clean a room, I want you to notice that I cleaned mm-hmm. the room. So I right. guess that does make sense because I, I want you to affirm that I did something. Uh-huh. And my husband's, <clears throat> his is not necessarily words of affirmation, but when he does something, it's not like a reward. Like I'm not rewarding yeah. the whatever, you know, but it, it does because certain things are my love language when he does do something that is over what would normally be done there is a little bit of (laughs) okay well 
you know. Thank you. Thank you. That was amazing. I so appreciate you. Yeah. You know, and I think that is, you know, just kind of what they're referring to. Yeah. Acknowledging it. Because we okay. all like to be acknowledged. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Physical touch. Okay. Nonverbal you. Oh, do we want to talk about words of affirmation for kids or do we want to do them oh. the kids all at the same time? Yeah, we can do the kids one. Might as well do it at the same section. Mm-hmm. So if you have kids that are words of affirmation, I guess we already kind of talked about it. Sticky notes. Or yeah. Little notes in your like lunchbox or different things that you can show them. You appreciate them or mm-hmm. um, even probably like making charts when they do their chores and yeah. like, great job. Like, let's put a sticker on. I feel like that would even mm-hmm. probably count too. And there's really good charts online of things that you can say. I'm lately I've been and maybe this is a whole different podcast, but I've been trying to go away from like if you have a criticism or, you know, like you want to correct something, sandwich it. So that's what we talk about. You know, when we say, I love that you did this, maybe next time we should try this. But thank you so much for trying this this time. You know, so yeah. you're sandwiching what you're trying to fix in with compliments on each side of it yeah if that makes sense um especially like when you're when it's something like a new task that they're learning right like that's like no you did that wrong again like well i've never done this before like i've literally never done this before yeah it's like frustrated and don't you know i we all can like depending on the day we all can like jump to frustration really quickly but you know try really hard to just stick with yeah the sandwich method (laughs) great now i'm hungry no i'm just kidding um okay physical touch nonverbal use of body language touch to show love so this doesn't have to be like pda if you're like out in public even just like a simple like if you're walking you can even just put a hand on someone's back Uh while you're walking next to them or behind them or like a little like brush of the shoulder or even like when you're with your kids somewhere and you're just like you just even give them a little side hug or give them a little smile or something yeah something like that hugging kissing cuddling yep and then things to avoid physical neglect or abuse which I feel obviously I don't ever want anybody to abuse anything Uh but well, and I think, you know, we might have some people who don't like this. So just, you know, take what you need and leave the rest. But um, if your child's uh, love language is physical touch, you know, there's a specifically in this article that I'm getting this stuff from when it comes to children. Spanking is hurtful. Yeah. for You know, it, like it just breaks trust. And if that's your kiddo's, if if your kiddo's love language is physical touch, which we won't go into the whole thing that I believe on spanking, but um, <laughs> we just won't do it. Uh, just won't. If that is your child's love language, physical touch, and then you put a hand on him. <laughs> yeah, it's just confusing. It's it's confusing and it's harmful. Yeah. I'm just thinking back. As a child. I don't know. There's lots of like. I don't know. 
I got spanked. I was such a good child. I barely I got too. spanked. But, I got spanked but, a couple times. But there was a time when I was like 14 that my mom smacked me in the mouth and I deserved it. Like <laughs> I needed it. Like I needed a pop in the mouth. And, but it was because like, I feel like there's certain times when it gets to that point, there's so many other things that should, that you're, it's a lack of something to create that situation. Yeah. So it's like, you're too busy to discipline them in other ways. And now when you're out in public, you're not paying attention to them. And now they're acting out Mm -hmm. because there's something else going on. And you haven't set those levels already to like create those, those boundaries Mm -hmm. to where those come up sorry I don't know what that was no, you're okay but yeah I don't know my if daughter people... had a situation a couple yeah about a week ago where she was at somebody's house and uh kind of so super silly the reason it even happened and yeah um you know the girl that she was with got spanked and they went out on the trampoline afterwards and the little girl looked at my daughter and said, have you ever been spanked? And my daughter went, no, no, I haven't. And she goes, well, I get spanked sometimes, you know, which look, I'm not shaming you. If that's your mode of whatever, if it works for you, if it works, this is the problem. I have the, the vast majority of the time that I have seen people smack their kids. It has rarely worked. They do the same just, damn thing the next time or they, or hide they just it get better. more upset. Yeah. Or they just or the kid just gets more upset. Like, I don't like what I what I think I don't like more than spanking is when. a Like a little kid is throwing a tantrum and the ch- the parent just like picks up their child and just like screams back at them. It's right. like it's like, oh, my God, like clearly that child is like very upset and distraught and just like they don't even know, like as mm-hmm. an adult. I don't even know why I'm upset sometimes. Mm -hmm. So like, how is this little person who's just like trying to figure out the world? uh, They don't even know what's going on. Just give them a hug because obviously they're scared. I know they're embarrassing you and I know they're loud and I know they're out of control, but they just need a hug for a second Mm -hmm. because they're scared and that's why they're acting out. So it's like just, and it's so scary if you're any of these as a kid, if you're, if it's out of control, well, that's anyway. it. A lot of things feel out of control, especially at yeah. that age. Can you? I mean, yeah. this huge world, and we're out in public, and there's so much happening, and we're overstimulated. So yeah, 100%. You know, and then and then you do you kind of. And but my husband, he will have, he does not like big crowds, and yeah. and it is overstimulating for him, and he especially doesn't like it when we're with the kids because I think it is yeah. just one of those things where he feels like he has to go into protect mode, and. It is so overwhelming. So if it is overwhelming for my husband, who's 32 years old, it's obviously going to be way overwhelming for, say, my yeah. four-year-old niece to handle. Yeah. You know? And and it's like, instead of yelling and being like, you're going to go outside if you don't shut up. It's like, <laughs> how about you just go take a step outside and take just let outside. them just talk to you. And it's okay. Like, it's okay. Just be, just, just patience. Uh-huh. I don't know how we got on rant about kids, but I, don't know I feel like it is important. Sorry. Because... <laughs> but it's all the types of love languages like put together. Yeah. You know, just patience, no matter what love language your child is, just 
patience. Which and if you, you know, don't it, have it is the patience, hard sometimes because yeah, for sure. When when it feels like the whole day has been like, it, it's kind of sno- it snowballs, and you know, it's so yeah. like one thing happens in the morning, and especially with little little kids because yeah. they they don't know how to control their emotions and they don't know how to process things the same way that we do obviously and quite frankly I am not very good at processing things like we're we're learning emotional intelligence together quite frankly and I've done a lot of research on emotional intelligence and and how to pass that on because I do homeschool my kids and so I want to find ways of incorporating all of those things into our education so that as they age they can teach their children better even better than what I did you know because I'm not perfect and I'm going to make mistakes and I've told my kids that a million times I'm sorry that mommy you know had yelled at that moment and I'm sorry that I did that I was very frustrated and it was not your fault it was mommy's lack of uh control over her own emotions but like Cody said when we had talked about the human design emotions especially here in the United States because I don't know you know much about how other countries are are so demonized yeah you know we we don't think it's okay to be angry and we don't think it's okay to be sad and we don't think that all of those different things that we experience as humans are okay and they are it's okay to have those emotions and we had this conversation in the the car on the way to my son's birthday party yesterday where he and he goes it's just not okay to let them control us and I went correct that's yeah. that's what we have to try to overcome. Now, it's different if you have a chemical imbalance in your brain and you, you know, have depression or anxiety. Those those things are not in this. Um, yeah. Because those are things you can't control. Yeah. And you're just trying to control like your levels, yeah. especially if you're trying to go with medication like that takes forever mm-hmm. to get regulated. Right. So that's like a whole different ball game, But mm-hmm. Okay. Receiving we, we gifts. We digress. <laughs> Maybe not. At least we're a little bit more focused yeah. from last time. <laughs> um, receiving gifts. Okay. Thoughtfulness. Make your spouse or partner a priority. So uh, we already kind of talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, give thoughtful gifts and gestures. Express gratitude when receiving gifts. And then things to avoid. Enthusiastic gift receiving for getting special occasions. <laughs> uh-huh. Don't do that. Don't forget a birthday or, or just, yeah, just like, I don't know, whatever. I mean, also like the mindlessness of like cards to me are just annoying. Yeah. I don't like cards. I think they're silly. Like I'd rather like make you a stupid card because I like sat there and made it. I'm not going to spend $12 on a card that you're not even going to read. Right. So we do a lot of, you know, YouTube tutorials and stuff like that because of what we do and so this talks about specifically you know if your kiddo is if their love language is gifts it's not like you you don't go out and spend the money they don't care about the cost of it more importantly like this says if your child's love language is gifts go on youtube and get some construction paper or whatever and make an origami flower. My daughter would lose her mind if I made an origami flower and handed it to her. You know, it's just those little things that show that you're thinking of them. And it's the same way with adults. It's just one, we just want to know if your love language is gifts that you're thinking of us. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have to spend like millions of dollars or yeah. if your partner is love language or if your partner is gift giving and they like want material things constantly, they probably have a lot of other things going on that need to be dealt with right. because it's probably like an insecurity thing that they just feel the need to buy and have everything to feel secure, which that's how I am sometimes, but I do it yeah. with myself. I buy my own stuff because I'm like, I need all the plants to feel confident. I need all the crystals to feel better. I need, mm-hmm. I need all these clothes to feel better about myself, but that's really not what it is. Like right. I don't really, I don't need any of that stuff. It just, it's impulse buys and makes me feel better. But when I'm downsizing, I was like freaking out on my birthday because I was decluttering everything. And then I was like, well, I wonder if people are just going to give me a bunch of stuff that I'm going to have to eventually throw away or give away. And I was just like, oh, right. But then it's like, I got things that were meaningful that I use and people got me plants. And I was like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. But then I try to be more mindful when I give gifts, like, can they use this? Is this something that they use or that they will use or will it just like sit on a shelf or right. something? Um, okay. Quality time. Uninterrupted and focused conversations. One on one time is important. Uh-huh. Um, create special moments, take walks, do small things with your partner or family member, whoever. And then things to avoid distracting when spending time together, long time without one-on-one time. I forgot about my self love chart. Oh, we can do that at the end, I guess. For everyone who doesn't have a partner, there are ways to do this with yourself, which I feel like is important. Even if you are in a relationship, Yeah, you need to do this with yourself so that you can make sure that you're fulfilled. Because if you and your partner are having issues or your partner doesn't really like any of this stuff and they're not going to listen or try to help you at the moment anyway, then these are good things to just make sure your cup is filled. Mm -hmm. But we can talk about that in a little bit. Um, what are other things of quality time that you like? Hmm. I don't, that's not my love language. (laughs) Oh yeah. I I thought it was. mm -mm. Oh no, no, no. Acts of service and words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. I forgot. You know, just kidding. I feel like grandparents are really quality time. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and maybe that's just because they're old and kind of lonely, but. I feel like they just like just spending spending time with with people. Yeah. And okay, acts of service. Um, letting them know you're wanting to help or lighten the load, which is important. Yep. Um, like making them breakfast, going out of your way to do chores, or even like the best example for me for this one is like if someone knows I'm having a busy day. And they say, hey, how can I help you? Which you do this all the time. How can I help make your day easier? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, oh, I don't know. And then it's, if I am really stressed and you you ask me that, it's like, I think I can actually do everything today. So I'm okay. But then sometimes it's like, well, it would really help if someone would do this. It's like, okay, well, how can we make that happen? Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like that's really helpful. Um. Lacking follow through or 
um, like with any task that you're going to help with is a thing to avoid. Mm-hmm. Um, or just like, be, yeah, I, can go. I do think that <laughs> we, if you haven't listened to the human design podcast, go back and listen to that one because a lot of this um, is going to kind of wrap into that and it's going to help you better understand who you're dealing with and what they need and based on go and get a reading of your chart if you don't understand it like I think that's probably the most important thing that you could do or you know they have them online where you can go through especially on that website and it'll give you your reading because you're talking about human design reading right yeah okay human design reading so if you know there are things in specifically my husband's chart where they are very open versus where in mine they're closed. And so that will have an impact on the things that they are capable, quite frankly, yeah. of doing. And so yeah. that will also help you to understand where they're at and how they can better, how you can better help them and how they can better help you. Yeah, because if you're wanting somebody to do something, but their chart is closed in that aspect, and that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you're just like beating a dead horse. Yeah. So it's just like, it's not productive at mm-hmm. all, which that's where my boyfriend and I struggle. Like he's very set in certain ways and I'm genetically just very set in certain ways. And so the things that I do repetitively, that's in just the nature of me drives him absolutely nuts. And opposite for him like how the things that he does and we're still just trying to like figure that out because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day we always end up going back or reverting back to the things that are just naturally we do as right as humans the human that we are and it just we just aren't processing that very well with each other but okay so self-love language ways to do it for yourself So physical touch, you can go um, get a massage, have soft blankets, do body movement things. So like working out or yoga, um, spa days, skincare, long showers, Um, acts of service, therapy, cleaning, delegating, organizing, scheduling, or buying planners. Mm -hmm. I love buying planners. I don't use them, but I love them. (laughs) And go get you some therapy. I'm just saying. Like it's... (laughs) Not you, you know, specifically, yeah. but just everyone. Just honestly. in general, we're like <laughs> the stuff that we are talking about, especially with the spiritual awakening and all of those kind of things. If that's something that you are going through, just know find find a therapist that aligns with you that can help you work through some of that stuff because that's currently what I'm doing, and it is a big help because yeah. <laughs> I don't have the tools, quite frankly to navigate the things that I need to navigate. Yeah. And I like that you can kind of schedule it randomly Mm -hmm. and it's not like an every, I don't know, there's no commitment to it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I need help with this. And then I also like that the ones that you do, um, you'd immediately get to the point. Like I've been to a lot of therapy Mm -hmm. and they, I meet them for an hour once a month, or I meet them for an hour once a week. And we just like get to know each other. Mm -hmm. And if you're a therapist, I'm sure there's like 
I'm sure there's more things that I'm, that you're getting to know about your person then. But for me, I just needed to get it. I just needed to get something going. And so like, if I get to the point where I'm going to therapy in that, like in the past, maybe not now, but there was something I really, 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 really needed help with. And it was like, okay, let's focus on your sleep for a few months. And I'm like, I don't, like, I don't care about that. Right. I understand it helps my well-being if I sleep, but I just need to get some stuff moving. Like I need to get help right now. Mm-hmm. And so I, I liked that. That's what you're, you immediately just started working on. Like, this is the area that I want to work on. Mm-hmm. And then because there's so much that I feel like I'm holding trauma in. And if I could get to like, I could like start putting the puzzle pieces together. That would mm-hmm. be great. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of like, why don't you sleep more? <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm an insomniac right now because I'm so depressed, so I can't sleep. So I don't know how I'm supposed to start sleeping and I don't want to be medicated. So, okay, cool. See you next month when I've gotten two more hours of sleep. Like, so right. that just like really frustrated me, but just find somebody that does do that for you. Cause you know, you can, you can go from if that therapist specifically does not work, go to another one. My therapist asks me at the end of every single session, do you want another, do you want to schedule another session? If I tell her no, she doesn't push it. Yeah. So if you can find somebody because she knows specifically what it is that I want to work on and where I feel like I need the most help. And so that's currently where she is helping me. But every single time that I go in there or that I'm on, it's a teledoc thing. So every single, can we get teledoc as a sponsor? Hello? No, I'm just kidding. Um, there is one called better help that a lot of, po- <laughs> it sponsors a lot of people's podcasts oh, and okay. there's a bunch of people that like social or like influencers that use better help. And they, they used it mostly over COVID because yeah. they were stuck at home and freaking out. And mm-hmm. then they were stuck in these, like their relationships full time. And they were like, Oh my gosh. So there's a lot of couples that I know that are major podcast influencers and they all use it mm-hmm. and they're like it's really helping change and and with that one you can send in journal entries mm-hmm. so you can journal every day and then your therapist will check your journals and see what's going on and what's been going on so then when you meet up for your session they have a little bit more detail of what you what's been going on with you so you know what to talk about I guess yeah Um, okay. So receiving gifts, if you're by yourself, obviously, or if you're just wanting to focus on yourself, um, you can just go out, like get out of the house, go on vacations, buy craft supplies, which I love buying craft supplies, um, makeup, clothing, investing in yourself. So that could be therapy. That could be, maybe you have a hobby that you want to start trying, like invest in yourself, or maybe you want to start a small business, invest in yourself, um, Quality time, spending time alone, doing hobbies, doing things that you love, Uh, meditation, reading, relaxing, going out. Words of affirmation. This is hard if you're by yourself, but you can always just kind of set yourself up with like positivity journals, doing affirmations daily, listening to meditations that are affirmations and you just repeat them. That's Mm -hmm. really, that's a good way. Positive self-talk daily affirmations, journaling, and self-improvement. So just different things. I might yeah. sneeze. I love it. How are we feeling? Yeah. Good. Feeling good? Ugh. Stretch. Stretch. Um. Get your stretch on. 
Yeah, I feel like if you've never heard of love languages, we kind of were bouncing all over the place, but especially with, I don't know, like we were talking about spanking or the whatever, but you can use that in your own relationship too. If you are a, if you're a couple or you you're even just out and about yourself and you start to get anxious or nervous, like just reevaluate and be patient with yourself and try to figure out why this is happening, not getting frustrated that it's happening. So if you go out somewhere and you start to get anxious and you're like, why is this happening to me right now? Like what in this experience is happening is making me feel this way and kind of reevaluate it and see, oh, well, if I'm in a group of people that maybe they're really, maybe the people you're around are really negative and that's making you uncomfortable. Or maybe there's a couple fighting over there and it's like reminding you of your parents when they got divorced. Like it can be weird stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? And if you, if you can, I think if you can acknowledge it, then it helps you move past it. You not getting over it and not pushing that emotion down, but it's like, okay, I'm not going crazy right now. I can be, I can acknowledge that this is what's setting me off a little bit and I can move past it. Or I can just like, okay, I'm accepting that I'm feeling this way and I'm just going to try to enjoy my afternoon or my day or my morning or whatever. But we'd like to see what your love languages are. Mm -hmm. So we're going to put the love language test in here. If you did it a long time ago and you remember what they were, I would do it again and see if it's changed because I think that's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, I haven't done mine for a few years, but I would assume it's the same, but I can redo it too. So, or if you, I know mine's the same, (laughs) but there's also ones with the workspace. So this is really cool. If you're a manager and you, um, or maybe you have a manager that you have some issues with, you can put this even on your resume and say, Hey, these are my work languages and this is how I work best and if I'm going to be put on teams like it's it's good for you to know that this is how I react because which is one thing that my old work they did they they had a questionnaire and they asked me certain questions so it's like if you're going to celebrate your birthday how do you like to celebrate and it's like do you want um a large party do you want to celebrate privately do you want us to acknowledge things like that and it's like yes no whatever and so I thought that was really cool and I was like if I was a manager I would definitely do that because you don't want to embarrass somebody that doesn't like any of that stuff or um they don't do well in large groups or large like a lot of attention like my boyfriend he hates it so if you throw him a party he's going to be annoyed Mm -hmm. and he's not going to like it and he doesn't appreciate it Mm -hmm. and he's just like I'm overstimulated. Please don't do this ever again. Or let me just get out of here. Well, so, you saw it yesterday. My oldest, he does not want you, like, no candles. He doesn't want, he doesn't even want you to sing to him. He's like, yeah. eh, like hiding behind himself, trying to, like, yeah. not be the center of attention. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Just good to know those things about the people that you're close with. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode and like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, leave us a five-star review, or support us with a monthly donation, which can be found on anchor.fm. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at For the Love of Two, Hippies the Number Two, or you can join our super awesome and amazing Facebook page, For the Love of Two Hippies Podcast. Again, the number two. So thanks again, and until next time, friends.
Don't worry, boo-boo, boo-boo, boo-boo.